Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 349. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And I want to know, why the fuck is it still fucking cold out? Because it's still winter. For another month, week or so. I yeah. thought the Groundhog saw his shadow. No. Well, fuck. Not that weather should be left to a mammal anyway. I think it's kind of sad that most of New Yorkers were, were, uh, were relying on Puck Swanee Phil um, for the weather. I'm just like, but you got Staten Island Chuck. But then again, it's Staten Island. And I get it. Yes, let's leave our weather to a freaking glorified gopher. <laughs> I can dance to rock and roll? Sure. Come on now. We all saw Caddyshack. <sighs> <laughs> we are live tonight, week of March 13, 2018, here on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat messages, Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. You can also head on over to animejamsession.com slash network where there is an IRC link. And if you are running X, uh, Chatzilla, that will bring you directly into the chat room. And we're also on Discord. You can find us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. You'll be able to join us through the Discord app or through the website. And speaking of, there is an update for Discord. So I'm going to let that run in the background. That won't do anything. Uh, lightweight and fast and perfect. Can't go wrong with that. And let's see. And I do believe check-ins are now live. So go ahead and earn your VOG points. Um, and if you're not, if you're listening on our podcast feed, which you can find through Google Play, iTunes, and other podcast sites, listen up for a passphrase. When you hear that, head on over to VOGnetwork.com. Put in the passphrase and earn some VOG points. Easy, simple, fun. Can't go wrong with that. And now we're going to go around the room with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. <clears throat> uh, well, you know, work's been doing its thing with me. So yeah. Um, we thought we were going to get another, you know, downpour of snow today, but it just ended up being some rain and nothing more. Yeah, m most most of Massachusetts and Connecticut got fucked in the ass with snow, so. <laughs> yeah, the weather around Jersey has always been bipolar as fuck. Mm. And, um, let's see, Fastlane was this past Sunday, and I was surprised at how good some of the matches were. I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be too much because, you know, WrestleMania is coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And because I was just kind of feeling down for all sorts of reasons, I had like a frame or something sweet, so after I got done work, I went over to the Cracker Barrel, it's like a mile down the road from where I work, and bought a whole bunch of their uh, sodas. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Soda. 
I got one of the uh, brownie caramel cream root beer. That was the uh, that was the bottle you heard me opening up before my uh, intro. If you did hear it. I don't think I heard it, but... I heard it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, could... yeah, I had the, the bottle right next to my uh, microphone. Um... Anyway, that's pretty much all been it for me. I haven't had anything special to uh, deal, with it, deal with last week. Ooh. I do have to go to uh, Camden for some... Uh, paperwork stuff like tomorrow oh, and yeah. uh huh oh yeah yeah i mean i had to take off from work for it i also learned that my lodge is helping out with the with the high school that's close by with their uh walkout tomorrow at around the same time uh, that is i think that's pretty awesome mm-hmm. i also think it's awesome that there are a lot of colleges out there that are backing the um the protests because these are peaceful protests so you know Hopefully, if I get out of Camden, you know, soon enough and or in one piece, I'll be able to stop by and help myself. Because I don't know how long it's going to last. Okay. So, yeah, that's how everything's going for me. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, day was kind of, you know, just the normal, but, uh... Mm -hmm. This past weekend was fun. Yes, it was. I actually got to do shit. I was social. It was great. What happened? Uh, well, Saturday we ended up going to the uh, theater, the movie theater, to see the live-action Sailor Moon musical mm -hmm. that came over. So that was a lot of fun, just being able to hang out with a bunch of Moonies for a little while. Yep. And then uh, Sunday was the Chocolate Expo. All right, I forgot about that. Which, yay for free food. That grilled cheese, though. Yeah, that grilled cheese was amazing. I'm so glad that I ended up getting that cheese. What was up with the grilled cheese? Well, basically, we ended up going at the end of the day. So we ended up coming upon this, uh, this cheese vendor who was basically selling everything for really cheap because she didn't want to bring any of it home. So anybody that bought cheese got a free grilled cheese, and they mixed uh, mousseadelle with some of their cheese. Uh, the one that they were making grilled cheese from was uh, basil and garlic. And was it on challah bread? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was a nice sweet bread and a savory cheese to go on it. It was seasoned amazingly, and I just wanted a big bowl of tomato soup to dip it in. And I don't even like tomato soup, and I wanted a big bowl of tomato soup to dip it in. That sounds pretty freaking cool, though. Yeah. And then other than that, I uh, pre-ordered my phone. So I will shortly have the Galaxy S9, which I'm going to name Maytel. Petro, this is Maytel. Come to the three nine. Petra, yeah. This is Maytel. Come to the three nine. Yeah, Something and like I ordered a clear case to go on the phone that I'm going to decorate and put her on it with the train running behind her. Mm. I'm not a geek or anything, I swear. 
Surprise. Of course not. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically it. And tomorrow I get to go and drop almost $400 to get new tires on my car. Chink. Yeah. There goes that extra paycheck for the month. My weekend day has been pretty good. So so far, I'm in. Work, I am in communication with a friend who's going to take my <clears throat> old coffee table off my hand. So I'm happy about that. Um, I got packages. I think I mentioned last week that I got my angelic angel Nozomi figurine. It's still in the box on my on the top shelf of my display case because I need some more lifts or whatever so I can properly put them in. And also, as I was coming home, <clears throat> I was talking with um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Chibi Tiva Cosplay. We were just talking about some stuff, and I noticed a box on the on the on the um, on the porch from Tokyo Alamode. My long-awaited Yohane figurine finally arrived. Come to find out, it was sitting on the on the porch for three days. Oh, jeez! It was sitting in the corner was the front where if I'm coming home at night I'm not going to see it so the box was wet but not wet wet soaking with it was just kind of damp which is understandable from the weather we've had the last couple of days including today so I got in and I popped it open and I, and I noticed something the way uh, it must be a new trend in shipping figurines from Japan it's the box that the figurine is in then it's wrapped in bubble tape, not bubble tape, and bubble wrap, and is cut and folded like a Christmas box, or a birthday box, which is kind of cool. Then it's taped or something, that is taped or glued to the box itself, so it doesn't move around, and then there's like packing paper around it, and then it's secured in the box. So I get it out, the outer wrapping bubble wrap was a little wet nothing bad so i pulled it out the box is sealed tight and it's like still intact so i'm just kind of happy about that also as i have said many times before my neighborhood's kind of quiet where i have left packages on my front porch for three days and no one has bothered it <coughs> except for those little mini itty bitty packages that the post office tends to not properly deliver mm. so, the ones I get, they kind of toss everywhere. Yeah. But also, this week, this past weekend, joined up with Mako Chan and some friends. We went to see uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon La Movement Finale, which was really fun, and enjoyed that. Then went back, we caught up with some TV, and then we went up to the Chocolate Expo, which was kind of cool. I already cracked open that, um, the, uh, the tomato, not the tomato basil, the other one. I already cracked open that cheese last night and took a block out a small chunk sliced oh, you got the the cheddar and blue cheese right i got that and the other one which was like the basil garlic or something like that yeah yeah and i had myself a cup of tea and went with it it was pretty it was pretty good sat there and i was watching and i watched the third episode of yuru camp which is a really fun slice of life anime so So yeah, that was our weekend day. Um, let's check out the chat room real quick over at live.vognetwork.com. Where did my mouse go? Oh, there we go.
And as um, Ray J says, wait, I didn't have to say something about check-ins 30 minutes into the show? Okay, where's the real Ronma? What did you do to him? Ha, ha, funny. If I have everything together, it, it goes off without a hitch, which usually means something else is going to happen that night. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. One of our computers is going to burst into flames. I just know it. You hush. No, I, I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't invite Uni on the show tonight. <laughs> something's going to go harsh. Almost every time, either she can't get onto Skype to connect. Or something happens to the recording. It has happened. <sighs> Anywho. I am not going to repeat that bad joke. I'm just going to let it die. Along with other things. <sighs> that was some good wigs. Anywho. Wait. What the hell? What is it? That was my work phone. You getting called in for overtime, buddy? Not tonight. Well, whoever it was, they'll leave a voicemail and um, and I'll get back to them later. So you know, let that go to voicemail. So, and I just started putting. I realized I'm looking at wait is at, for a split second. I'm like, is that my personal or my work phone? Because they both have the same damn ringtone. So, hmm. I just gotta change the personal. So, eh. No harm, no foul. So we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, oh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Holy shit stuff. So, uh, Yay, son. You got Hooray. Yeah, something like that. So we'll be back. Okay, three, two, one, let's change. 
okay, now we got that out the way. And for some reason, I have no idea who who that number is because it's not anybody I know. It might have been some a coworker that I gave my number to, and I don't remember who or something like that. But whoever it was, they didn't leave a, a voicemail or something. So, because I don't really keep track of people's phone numbers. Um, I kind of do, but at the same time, I don't. Um, it's not a number that I normally know, so he didn't leave a voicemail, so I'm going to assume it wasn't that important, because if they did, a voicemail would have been left, so. Could have been a spammer. Yeah, but if it was a spam or something, it would have left a voicemail. Spam, it just goes right into, it'll just go right to voicemail, you know? Mm-hmm. But anywho, as we get down, as we get down to things, we have some breaking news. Um, I, I'm going to take the first article, and I'll let Mako take the second one, um, since that's more up her fandom and alley, so we can kind of poke people at that one. But um, mm. the first one is Calafina uh, to disband this spring. Uh, according to uh, jpopasia.com, uh, J-pop group Calafina will be disbanding by the end of the spring. The trio has said that they've come to the decision following the departure of Yuki Kajura from the group's uh, music label last month. She was not just the creator of the group, but she was its composer and also guided the direction of the group as well. The group's members have been on the fence about remaining together with or without her as part of the picture, but they decided to go their separate ways. According to officials, Califina has no future releases planned and no upcoming live events. Their last live event was two days ago, and it will be it, and it was their final one. Califina appears on the Bay FM radio program Califina Club on Tuesdays. Uh, the radio program is set to end at the end of the month. Califina was created by Yuki Kajura in 2007 and made its debut in 2008. The group became well known both domestically and internationally for numerous works featured in anime series. And we have played a couple of their songs on, on, on our show via um, breaks and pre-shows. Now, we have talked a lot in the past about entitlement with fandoms and so forth. It, this one is kind of no different, so... Yeah. <sighs> yeah, this is I um I'm just more disappointed in the comments, I should say, than what's actually going on. Uh so basically uh Toei Animation found out that a crap ton of stadiums, plazas, and public places throughout Latin America were planning on exhibiting episode 130 of Dragon Ball Super. Mm -hmm. um, they posted on their Facebook yesterday and uh, said, official announcement to the viewers and fans of Dragon Ball. We have become aware of the plans to exhibit episode number 130 of our series, Dragon Ball Super, in stadiums, plazas, and public places throughout Latin America. 
toy animation has not authorized these public showings and does not support or sponsor any of these events nor do we or any of our titles endorse any institution exhibiting the unauthorized episode in an effort to support copyright laws to protect the work of thousands of persons and many labor sectors we request that you please enjoy our titles at the official platforms and broadcasters and not support illegal screenings that incite piracy. Sincerely, Toy Animation Inc. Mm-hmm. The comment section is horrible. Fuck it's the, a comment section. section. Well, it's, it's, it just re- oh. it's fucking entitled pieces of bullshit crap yep. that think that they know better than the company that actually owns the series now we're not talking about something that would be on Crunchyroll or something like that that would you know just be broadcast not making any money or anything like that this is for 130 uh i don't believe it's on Crunchyroll yet i it's not sub uh it's not dubbed it's not subtitled so this would be specifically from piracy mm-hmm and people are going to say it's not piracy; it's a fan sub. Technically, it's That's still piracy. piracy. Yeah, um, and we've had this, this one talk several times. Toy, you show. didn't support us as fans. Latin America has a great amount of DB, DBZ, and DBS lovers, and we don't have a good and official way to enjoy it except Crunchyroll, that premieres chapters almost four hours after the official, the unofficial channels. Boo, fucking who? Which you is exactly have to what one person said after... Yeah. Why did that? You have to wait four <laughs> hours. Oh, poor baby. Sucks to be you, doesn't it? Damn you, lack of patience. I mean, that's... And then some people bitching that, you know, it is a streaming service and blah, blah, blah. Except that if you're looking to stream an episode that is not on a paid streaming service, you're getting it illegally. Now, someone says uh, it's only one episode and no one is making money out of it. You were being greedy. What a surprise. Uh, here, here, this is one that I, I find amusing. I don't think, to Toy Animation, I don't think the transmission will be shown illegally on the plazas, but would be transmitted by an account that has paid for such service, such as Crunchyroll. That said, if the user is willing to share what's paying, I don't think it's wrong. It would be illegal if they record it via a streaming account or from a Japanese channel. To be honest, this is really dumb, making such drama, but hey, we are living times where millennials think they deserve all, vegans trying to make carnivore pets into vegans, and say there are 16 genders when only two exist, and feminism is actually dumb. Sounds like somebody who's been, who's been hanging out on the Tumblr side of the gene pool. Now, here's something this fucktard doesn't get. If I have, I have a subscription to Hulu. I can sit here and watch all the Hulu that I want. I can invite friends over. And they can, we can watch all the Hulu I, I want. I can be like, we're having a Hulu party at my house. Come through. We can watch all the Hulu I want. Now, let's say I take my TV and put it outside and say I'm having a Hulu party. That I cannot do because the licensing and rights and permission I have with my pers- for my subscription is for personal use only. I am not allowed to have a public screening. The same thing can be said about when you go to a sports bar 
and you see all those sports events on those screens, that is that is what you call not even like a business account with that with that provider, but they have paid extra on top of that the right to air that because sometimes these bars will have paid events. They've already paid that right and that permission to do so. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Mind you, these are the same fans that lost their shit on Sean Schimmel when he was dubbing for Black Goku. Because the Latin American voice of Goku, I forget his name, who was a guest at Anime Matsuri. Um, from my understanding, he's on YouTube doing different variants of voices for Black Goku or Goku Black, whatever you want to call him. And he's going to the fans asking which ones you like. Good for you. Sean didn't do that. What people don't understand is that depending on how you have the rights and the license, there are some things you can and cannot do. Maybe they can do that with the voices. Sean cannot. And these fans are attacking him on Facebook and Twitter about it, saying how the Latin American version is better, this, 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 and that. And I'm and I let, let me just say this. If the Latin American version is so much better, how come the majority of the sales of Dragon Ball series is coming out of Japan and the U.S. because we're buying it. Y'all are too busy bootlegging it to say you're, you're supporting it and your fans. But I tell you what, us American fans, yes, we pirate. Yes, we bootleg. But you know what we also do? If the series is legal, we drop it and move along. If there's merchandise to be to be sold, we will buy it. We, I know people who have... Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z on VHS, C- DVD, Blu-ray, all of that. There, we have those fans. Where are y'all? If you can't answer that, sit down, shut the fuck up, act deaf. Don't be offended when I say this. Come get your peoples and get give them a good talking to, because evidently they <laughs> they need to be taught. Open your classroom, sit these fuckers down, and teach them a thing or two. Yeah, like, this comment says, this is not from Japan offices, just an announcement from the greedy persons in the United States. It probably is, but Toei Animations has a a presence in the U.S. They probably don't have a presence in Latin America through through third-party licensing, you know? And so what if you have to wait four hours for an episode? So does the rest of the goddamn world. You ain't special. Hmm. It is insulting and unacceptable. You know what? I am just, I, I'm so, like, I see it a lot in various Mm -hmm. places, you know, entitlement. Mm -hmm. But the fact that 99% of these comments are just fucking entitled pieces of shit. Mm -hmm. Bitching at the company that's trying to, you know, do what it needs to do to keep its hold on copyright. Because what people don't understand is if you don't defend a trademark or copyright in the court of law, it could be lost. Simple as that. That's why so many fan projects get shut down. It's not because the companies are being dickbags. They have to protect that trademark and copyright. Because if you like the games or whatever, even if you hated it, somebody else could like it more. They have to defend it so they can bring you more games. I guess the only exception is when, 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 when with Sonic Mania, because I recently found out that was a fan-made project. Sega gave them their blessing, like, do it. And that's probably why Sonic Mania was so damn good. So, 
but you know, occasionally it'll get some that kind of you know approval from the creators, or mm-hmm. or or if they they really like something, the fans will do. They'll uh they'll purchase the rights to it from from the you know fan artist or whatever made it. Yeah. <clears throat> like uh, I don't know how much of Team Fortress Two you're uh, you're aware of or how how much you how close you follow it. Not offhand. But the uh, but the announcer you know is a is like a woman in her like fifties or so. She was depicted it originally as fan art, as having like a half red, half blue suit. Mm-hmm. And uh, Valve picked up, and Valve liked what they saw, and they purchased the uh, rights from rights to the woman's, you know, likeness from the artist, and they you know made her canon. They just yeah. also made her suit purple, but that's an, that's something else. I mean, that makes sense, you know. Yeah, yo, Toy, you didn't even have the decency to address the issue on the language of your fandom. So now people are bitching at them that they didn't post in Spanish. For fuck's sake. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, number one. You fucktards. This is Toei Animation. This is not Toei Animation Mexico, Argentina, Brazil, or any other Latin American country. If it was, it would have been in your native language. Christ on a fucking stick. I mean, the whole thing is, you know, one, who the fuck is going to rent out a stadium to watch one fucking episode of an anime anyway? They're not, but it's more like, you know, the, they're gonna gr- someone's going to grab the episode, put it on a projector, and just shoot it on a wall of a plaza or something like that. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I know, but, like, they're like, oh, yeah, stadiums, we're going to fill a whole stadium. Why the fuck are you going to fill a whole stadium? You <laughs> advertise it right, and you Dragon will. Ball, but you, you can't fill out, what size stadium are they hoping to uh, fill, like, 50-some-odd thousand? Mm, probably. But, I mean, as soon as you do that, like, that's where the issue comes from. I don't think they'd have any issue if somebody, you know, did it on the side of a plaza. And just random people walking by were going to see it. I think the issue is, okay, you're going to rent out a space and have people pay you to see this. That's you making money off of an illegal copy of something. You know, that's that's where the illegal part comes from. Mm-hmm. That's where the breach of copyright comes from. And that I don't think is what people are getting. Then they cause... won't they they can't they won't and they never will. No. And then you know what? Uh, to be perfectly honest, I'm glad we covered this, but that's all I'm gonna speak on it. Because I I don't think we can go a month of shows where we're talking about somebody one of the fandoms being entitled. And I do not get tired of talking about it, but I will say my brief point and that's it. Only because it has to be said over and over. Most, a lot of people in fandoms are entitled little shits. They don't want to pay for it. They want it by any means that say absolutely free. And I've said this once and I've said it again. Yes, I, fan, I, I watch fan subs, but you know what? When the series is available on Blu-ray or DVD, and I will buy the box set. Mako-chan has seen me do this. Ari has seen me do this. I have friends who have seen me, like, do this. When I went to NDK, yes, 
I've seen all of Love Live. When I was at NDK last year, or year before last, what did I do when I was hanging out with Seiya, Yaten, and the whole crew when we were walking through, um, I guess, Miss America's booth or whatever like that? I picked up Love Life School Idol Project Season 1, Season 2, and the movie, and I dropped $150 that day on all three, and I do not regret that at all. I have figurines and so forth. I support my fandoms. Simple as that. If I don't buy from the series right away, I will pick up merch or something like that. I'll figure out my means to support it one way or another. I'm not one of those where, fuck this. I have the I have the rips or I have, the, no. You're you are not helping. You are not helping at fucking all. And as Regenerator says, merchandising, 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 where the real money is made. Actually, Regenerator, uh, let me let me tell you. This is how anime gets anime in Japan. If the anime is ranks really high and it hits the numbers, great. But if the merchandise doesn't sell, this series will get canceled. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. Me and Makina, we've gone over this. Um, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. It was part of the superhero time block about 10 years ago. It was number one in its time slot. It didn't get a season two because the merch didn't sell. Simple as that. And damn right, yep. Bob, and, I and actually, the Sailor Moon anime was looking to go the same way. Yep. Hell, it so- wasn't until the uh, Moon Wand came out and it sold. And they're like, oh, okay, this is going to make us money. And they said, here, print more. Hell, there Contrast are some... that, Pokemon will never die. Mm-hmm. Hell, there <laughs> are some shows on, there are some cartoons on TV right now that are just there just to push the fucking merchandise. That's what Transformers originally was. It was a show to push the merchandise. Oh, That, that was like half the cartoons in the 80s, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Transformers, know. G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. E-Man, you fucking name it. Dude, I remember Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. I remember seeing the commercials for the action figures before I even saw commercials for the damn TV show. And Regenerator yep. says, I never watch fan subs, but I watch anime on cable, buy physical medium if I can find them, and buy the shows via iTunes or Microsoft Movies and TV. You are a good fan person. That's what you do. I mean, look. I get it. For some of us, money is tight. Money is cheap. So we're going to go and get a bootleg. We're going to go get a fan sub. I get that. The problem is, is when you strictly stay in that zone of of downloading fan subs and you're not doing anything else to support your fandom. I get it. But you know what? Nobody is going to give you shit if you don't do, if you don't, if you just buy like a, keychain something like that. If you fan subbed all the Love Live and you're at a con and you buy a $5 keychain and that's actual merch, you're supporting it. I think you could do better, but you know what? It's a start. That's all it is. It's just a start. Anywho. Are we done beating the horse? Yes. But sometimes you gotta put that pinata back up and beat it several more times. And I, I understand you you don't beat a dead horse, but if you see how the fandoms are, it's kind of understandable. And speaking of fandoms, 
we're going to jump into one of my favorite fandoms. Boku no Hero Academia, better known as My Hero Academia. It's kind of sad when people sit there and argue about which title you should say. As it says in um, the role of El Dorado, both are good. But anywho, it seems that there will be 25 episodes of Season 3. And there will be a simuldub. But this is freaking awesome. So it's going... So for those... Basically what's going to happen is that... The simulcast episode of My Hero Academia is going to be made... It's going to be out, but there will be... As it's out in Japan, you'll have... Um, Detroit, you'll have a dub track as well. That's awesome. That's something you don't really hear about all that often. It's always been a simulcast where after it comes out in Japan, an hour or two later, you'll get the official uh, subtitle episode. But you're going to get your choice of a simul of that and the dub of it. But as of, and I think you can only catch that simul dub on its streaming service on Funimation now. No, 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 no. Here it is. All 25 episodes of My Hero Academia Season 3 will stream as simuldub on Funimation streaming service, Funimation Now. Yeah, it'll be on Funimation Now, but it'll be subtitled simulcast on both Hulu and Crunchyroll. So I think that's cool. So if you if you hype for the si subtitled simulcast, catch it on Funimation, Hulu, and Crunchyroll. If you want to check out the dub... Head on over to Funimation now. Get yourself a free trial subscription if they offer it and check it out. And the series premieres in only in a few weeks. It's April 7th. I cannot wait. And I think what I'm going to do this weekend before I go out, I'm going to watch the first season dubbed in English and just check it out. It's like, I want to hear what All Might sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I should be watching this as well. I think you should. You think I'd like it? Yeah. Is it on Crunchyroll or? Yeah, it's on Crunchyroll. I just said it's it's on um. Crunchyroll. Sorry, I like spaced out for a no second. No problem. Hulu and Crunchyroll. Oh, cool! I got both. Sweet. Actually, you should cancel your Crunchyroll and get VRV, because I think that that's VRV is Crunchyroll Funimation and a bunch of other streaming services all rolled in one, and it's a little bit cheaper. Y'all gotta save money when we do. Marco, did you catch up with all of My Hero Academia or no? I haven't watched any of it. Oh, okay. I'm reading the manga. How's the manga so far? I'm in... I should say that the manga is drawn out. Um, but it's getting to a point now where things are getting interesting. Which uh, is past where you guys are in mm -hmm. the anime. So, uh... Yeah, I'm uh I'm enjoying it. I did have to take a break from it because I kind of powered through a good uh two thirds of it. Okay. So I need to give myself a break from it. I was kind of getting a a little uh, a little uh you know burnt out. Gotcha. Okay. But I enjoy it. It's good. All right. Ari, what's up with Ingress? <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, Fuji TV revealed during a Plus Ultra Fuji, Fuji TV anime lineup presentation 2018. Plus Ultra, what are they getting their language from fucking Newspeak? 
<clears throat> that Niantic, who made Pokemon Go and Fuji TV, are working on an anime adaptation of Niantic's Ingress Augmented Reality app. Craftar, or the Relative Worlds, is animating the series, which will premiere on the new Plus Ultra programming block in October 2018. The programming block will, will premiere as a 30-minute block. Uh, Niantic launched Ingress in 2012, and the company revealed an updated title... An update titled Ingress Prime in December. The new update is slated for this year. And describing the original game, the world around you is not what it seems. Our future is at stake and you must choose a side. A mysterious energy has been unearthed by a team of scientists in Europe. The origin and purpose of this force is unknown, but some researchers believe it is influencing the way we think. We must control it, or it will control us. The Enlightened seek to embrace the power that this energy may bestow upon us. The Resistance struggle to defend and protect what's left of our humanity. Install Ingress and transform your world. Whose side are you on? And the... <clears throat> it has several manga, ad manga adaptations, and the official Twitter account is teased in December that there will be a future Ingress anime. So it could be fun. I mean, I've kind of... I've kind of fallen behind on my uh, VR... my uh, AR games, so... Sounds like Definitely a plan. fun to look forward to. I think I tagged uh, Sky from OLR about this because um, he always talks about playing Ingress and Pokemon Go. So, you know, he is a bit of an anime fan. His husband's a bigger anime fan. But I think we can kind of pull him into our it's our void, you know. One of us, one of us, one of us. Damn right. <laughs> Okay, um, Marco, what's up with Fujiko? So, yeah, um, it seems that Fujiko and lingerie maker Wuckle is teaming up to sell some frilly underwear. So the, uh, Wuckle's Amphi brand is offering new Glamourishi bras with the help of Fujiko herself. And there's an entire video ad. Um, there's a bunch of picture ads of Fujiko in very lacy bras that will be uh, available for sale. They're available in two types and a variety of colors. Both versions feature three kinds of quote-unquote power cushions in a five-panel structure to give wearer's chest an extra boost. The bras are going to cost about $40, which is about the price of a decent bra anyway. And they will have matching panties and camisoles. And in conjunction with the release, uh, Amphi's official website is hosting a Loop in the Third boyfriend quiz. Mm. A oh short boy. quiz determines whether Lupin, Jigen, Goiman, or Zenigata is the taker's best match as a boyfriend. A Twitter campaign will choose 30 people who tweet the results to receive a bra for free. In addition, everyone who takes the quiz receives a free smartphone wallpaper. And the wallpaper, if that is what it is, is uh, not Fujiko. <laughs> mm. But uh, for the campaign, there's actually a life-size statue of Fujiko wearing the underwear and bra set. That will appear in two different stores in Tokyo. One will be at the 
A Day Wakol, the store Maranochi shop uh, from March 9th to the 22nd. And at the Amphi Shibuya Mark City shop from March 29th to April 25th. So I'm guessing this is in part to celebrate uh, Lupin the Third's 50th anniversary. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, this is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> Which reminds me, you should check out the new Super Sentai series. I have been meaning to sit down and actually watch that, but I'm behind on watching a lot of my television. I haven't even watched the latest season of Love Live, so I'm really, really far behind. But I will say, I've watched the first three episodes. It it, it kind of feels like you're actually watching Lupin the Third anime with Super, with Super Sentai. It kind of feels like that. But, um, They're even yeah. called Lupin Red, Blue, and Yellow. Yep. Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger. <laughs> and the, I think it plus the black dude, Lieutenant Hilltop. Good God almighty, that couldn't be any more stereotypical. I, either that, they couldn't get Danny Glover, I don't know. But anywho. Mm. Ari, what's up with Beyblade? Uh, what? A battle over booze at Tokyo's Bay B Beyblade Bar this month. Mm. To celebrate the, the 20th anniversary of, of Tomy's Beyblade toy franchise in 2019. Holy shit, it's been 20 years for that already? I know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, the staff at the Bakuten Shoot Beyblade Bar announced its return on Thursday. The bar will again offer alcohol and a chance to enjoy Beyblade battles for adult fans. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on Vognetwork.com, use the passphrase oatmeal. I didn't even know that was a thing. <clears throat> the bar debuted in Ikebukuro, Tokyo in January 2017, and more than 6,000 people visited. The revival opened at cafe address in the same Ikebukuro Parko department store in Tokyo on March 15th, and will run until April 15th. <clears throat> the bar's hours will be 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. The bar will feature battle space of Beyblade toys available to borrow. Cocktails inspired by Beyblade toys will include Phantom Cassius milk base on Dragoon F and Fang Kalua milk base on Dragger F for 780 yen, which is about 7 bucks. More than 150 Beyblade toys will be on display, and the bar will also screen the Beyblade anime. Ikebukuro's Sunshine City Complex will host this year's Beyblade Burst Anime Asia Championship on March 31st. Mm. Wow. Oh, yeah, there's a new anime in April. Anytime I saw the jokes about fidget spinners, I basically said, that's fucking Beyblade. Well, there is that. There is the, the fidget spinner anime. A what? Okay, okay, it's not an actual anime. It's a little... It's a parody. Yes, yeah, a live-action parody of, like, fidget spinners as, as if an anime. Think of it as... Think of it as... As um, fidget spinners meets Yu-Gi-Oh meets Beyblade. That's it. And ain't and it's not that hard to find online. 
But um, go back to the to the chat room real quick over at live.bucknetwork.com. And Bob Coffee says, My Hero Academia is the official English title. No point in the Japanese when there is a one-to-one -one translation. True, but you know how some fans are. They get that, that pious in them, you know, that entitlement. It's like, well, the series is actually whatever. And he also lets us know that VRV by default doesn't give you everything that Crunchyroll offers, but it covers most of the popular titles, which is good. I mean, you might not get everything, but for what they're offering, you're getting connections to these other services, so it's not so bad, you know? And as Ray J says, I've seen the occasional subbed anime episode, but to be honest, I'd rather watch dub. I don't speak Japanese, and I don't want to read when watching TV. If I wanted to read, I'd pick up a book or magazine. Okay. I get that, but here's one thing you have to understand. When you're watching it subtitled, it is a direct translation, whereas with dubs, some dub titles are transliteration where they kind of have to change some of the words around or idioms and so forth. It doesn't happen as often, but what's cool when you're watching it subtitled, hey, you're kind of also learning a language, so it's kind of fun. Think about it. You're watching anime subtitle. Next thing you know, you know how to curse in Japanese. Hey. Sometimes it works. Yeah, that's like one of the first things people learn to pick up. <laughs> yep. So true. Yeah, I the 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 whole thing with you know the dub versus sub. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I really don't care. I tend to enjoy it with whatever one that I watch first. Uh, but you know, the whole thing with having to translate into a different language is it's not going to be direct translations because, as Dark Tetsuya says, they have to match up the lip flap. Yeah. Um, years and years and years ago, they really didn't care, which is why you ended up with, you know, the martial arts movies where the lips were moving and nothing was being said. <laughs> and that's because yep. they weren't looking to match the lip flaps. They were just trying to translate it. Yep. Now they're trying to make it look more natural, uh, feel more organic. So they do try to match things up. So if a character, you know, says something in a language and it has to be translated to English and there's nothing really clear and the only thing that it translates to is a two-letter word that's one syllable and this happened to be five, you have to make up those extra syllables. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get a lot of, like, really weird, you know, kind of double-speak things and weird, you know, exaggerations and things like that. So I, I, I like watching the subtitles just because I see what it's supposed to be, but I like watching the dubs so that I don't have to read. Hmm. Makes sense. And what's, hopefully what's happening is now a lot of companies, that are, that are a lot of anime producers, they're actually adjusting, like, the lip flaps and so forth. So it can kind of work in multiple languages. Some are doing it. No, there's not so much. But, hey, it's better than nothing. Yeah, I mean, and, and some of the problem is, especially especially with Japan, is that, the animation is being done so cheap to be put on TV and then being fixed to be put on Blu-ray. When they send, you know, something like, uh, I don't know, something really popular here, they're sending it, you know, to do the simul dub where you've got 
only a couple of days to fix things. Even their lip flaps don't match up because Japan is kind of rushing the animation. See a little crystal. Yeah. Um, so that's that's another thing is, you know, you're, you're watching it in Japanese and the lip flaps aren't matching either because they're just trying to get it done. Because they know that airing it on TV isn't making the money, but it's they the need DVDs to air it. and all the stuff. Right. So they need to put it on DVD and fix all the quality and then they can take the time to fix everything. Whereas they need to get it out like really, really quickly before you know, something else happens or somebody starts stealing their ideas or, you know, the fans get too crazy. Which is part of the reason why there was such, you know, horrible, horrible, horrible animation styles for Sailor Moon. And you can see it in a lot of the stuff that is being simuldubbed. If you watch it on DVD or Blu-ray after the fact... There are a lot of scenes that are more fleshed out, that have more detail, that the colors are richer, and that's just because Japan rushed it. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, moving right along. Maka, what's going on with the uh, Yuri 10? So, the official website for the Yuri Fair, or Yuri 10, uh, 2018, announced this past Monday that the planned Yuri-themed exhibition at Tokyo's Ikibukuro Mari department store had been canceled. The event should have run from March 17th to March 25th, and fair organizers explained that it would have been difficult for all the participating creators to display and sell their work, so they decided to just cancel the event in Tokyo. Uh, They apologized for the short notice, and reported that they are looking into various options for alternative venues and times. And once they have a new venue venue and schedule confirmed, they will go ahead and make announcements. The fair will still go on in Osaka from March 31st to April 8th. And in uh, Fukuoka uh, Fukuoka in mid-April. Though it uh, states that details of that stop are still forthcoming. Uh, of course that's the music he's playing in the background <laughs> I mean because nobody would probably catch the reference well with the lesbian bear anime and and I and half my Sailor Moon tracks is, and I would not know which Uranus Neptune track to play off the top of my head so everybody knows Utena yeah so one of the participating creators uh, photographer Yuria whose motif is female thighs, <laughs> would have held the World of Thigh Photos exhibit mm. at the Tokyo uh, department store from March 9th to the 9th to the 26th. However, organizers announced on March 2nd that the exhibition, uh, that the exhibit had been canceled due to various circumstances. No word on whether or not uh, the photographer will be going to any of the other stops. But for now, no Yuri in Tokyo. Fair enough. Okay, let me jump over here to this side real quick. And we're going to talk a bit about Shonen Jump. 
it seems that we t- like last week we talked about the Shona Jump art exhibit for that's honoring the 50th anniversary of the ongoing uh, weekly comic mo- comic uh, series. But it seems that there's going to be a cafe as well. It's going to be held at a place called Cafe the Sun, which is next to the exhibit exhibition. Now, they have some really nice looking um, plates, such as Krillin Curry. And Anza Sensei's Tap Tap Pudding from Slam Dunk. We have the Black Dragon Hellfire Curry to represent Yu Yu Hakusho. And the Meso Latte, which represents Sexy Commando Gaiden, Sugoyoi, Masaru-san. And as you can see, a lot of these foods that are based off of the different Shonen Jump titles and the characters will bring you so much 90s nostalgia, which I think was like the best times of our lives. But then again, what do I know? They also have Ginyu Force's specially selected stew for Dragon Ball. And Frieza Sama strength at 530... 530,000 parfait. Yeah, there's a lot of Dragon Ball food. Mm -hmm. And there's also the Millennium Puzzle Dessert from Yu-Gi-Oh! And let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, Shinkahoyu's Raikoben Ice Cream Dessert from Hoshin Engi. Uh, Let's see, what else do we have here? Ooh, Disciples Regiment, Large Evil Crushing Spell Burger for Dragon Quest. Are you sure that's large and evil? Because that looks like a fucking slider. Maybe it's maybe it may be a slider, but it may be pretty hardy, you know. Oh, it look like I eat that thing in one bite. Mm. But just remember, a lot of these foods are only available during a, a limited run. Mm-hmm. Also, coasters will come with some of the menu items, and you will also be able to purchase keychains, badges, and other cool swag stuff at this exhibition. Huh? I, I think this is pretty cool. I wish I knew somebody in, well, I wish I knew someone who's in Japan that was going to be in the area, so. Yeah, I'm looking at one of these dishes, uh, because I happen to really enjoy Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. So they have Kurama's, uh, rose whip plate. I see that. And that is fucking one of those jelly water balls with fruit in it. You want to make one, don't you? I don't know if I want to make one. I'm amused by it that it's just a fucking jelly water ball. It's fucking jello with fruit in it. <laughs> jello with fruit in it. That has been, you know, hugely popular and sickening people for years. And, and for how some much reason. Go- and how yeah, much and for. for? Uh, it doesn't say. Yeah. And now it's, you know, oh, look, we'll just make it into a rose and plop somebody's name on it, and now people will buy it. Mm. Well, the saying goes, it is what it is what it is. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Now that we got that all out the way, it's time for the fun part of the show. Strange news from Japan. You mean we haven't been having fun so far? It's some extra, extra fun, you know. Um, yeah, extra, I, I, all right. Yep. God, why are you so extra tonight, Mako? Mm. You know what? I think I'll take the first article. 
Okay. Because I think the other two plays out exactly to who should get whose. I'm taking the last one. Of course. Coke and booze? Come on, dude. <laughs> Let's see over here in the corner news article. Netflix Full Metal Alchemist. It doesn't suck. Well, tell that to some of the half of the American fans that watched the fucking movie. Christ. Tell that to one of the people on this fucking podcast. Yeah. Sorry, I was not happy. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I felt they packed too much into one movie, but... Exactly. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what they did with it. I did not enjoy what they changed about it, because they left it open for a sequel and completely closed out plot points in the first movie that would be needed for the sequel. Hmm. So, anyhow, check this shit out. If a, a female convenience store clerk accidentally fends off a robber in Tokyo with two simple words. Words are pretty powerful. It seems that this cashier wasn't in the mood for anyone's shit. So th th this is what happened. 64-year-old Itsuo Kushida walked up to the register where a 24-year-old female clerk was on duty and told her, give me the money. 3,000 yen while pointing a kitchen knife at her. Sure, if you think about it, the words weren't all that flowery, but it, the, his message was straight and to the point. So, as it goes, let's see. Da, 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 da. She basically said to him, Shiranai Desu, or Shiranai Des, which literally means I don't know. Which means, I don't know what you're talking about, or I don't know who you are. She thought that the person was pulling a prank on her. Which I kind of get if you think about it, you know. Mm -hmm. Apparently at a loss on how to phrase his demand any more clearly than he had said, Kushida had just turned tail and left. When the store manager found out what happened, he pulled the security tapes and contacted the police, and Kushida was arrested. And as for the clerk, she went right back to work after being threatened by the man, and while her two-word chitinites may not have been the absolute most conscious, concise way of verbally stopping a robber that we've heard about, it's still a great example of efficiency and work ethic. Kushida, meanwhile, has admitted to the charges, saying, I did it because I wanted the money, which hopefully is direct enough that investigators will believe him the first time. Well, now. In this country, you can confuse someone with a robber with two words the same way. What money? Mm. There was a YouTube video where this guy was robbing this person. He's like, give me your money. And the, guy, the camera zoomed in. And you can see there's a shingle tear coming out of his eye, and he's like, back pocket, and he handed, he's like, give me your phone. He's like, here's the code and all of that. So the robber puts in the pin to see his bank account and sees the wallet. And the robber felt so sorry. He's like, yo, I didn't know this. The robber gave him $20 and be like, yo, I, I didn't mean the robber. You can just go. <laughs> I mean... Has it come to that where where robbers feel sorry for you? No, here's 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 some stolen money. Go get out of here. You know. Anywho, 
பார்க்கும் எஸ் ஸோ there is going to be at the yearly tokyo metro underground mysteries uh which is a challenging puzzle that forces players to navigate through tokyo subway systems to find the answers they're going to have an escape game see uh kind of like the attack on titan real escape game but it's going to be terrifying kind of like a haunted house puzzle and it's going to be godzilla mm. the prolific puzzle room company scrap not only will participants be solving puzzles they'll be trying to save japan at the same time and it's not puny old school godzilla they'll be taking on an escape from godzilla He is, though scary, too small to be a serious threat to modern Tokyo. No, they're talking about the enormous, evolving, and terrifying Godzilla from the latest installment, Shin Godzilla. That's not good. Mm. In the game, you play as a member of the Giant Unified Creature Special Disaster Countermeasures Office. Say that a couple of times fast. I'd rather so, not. Hmm? I'd rather not. <laughs> mm. So you'll be in Kabukicho, Shinjuku, and of course in Japan. Uh, but you're also trying to save all of Japan. Uh, sorry, in Tokyo, but you're also trying to save all of Japan. So the official webpage tells the story. Uh, Japan's peace crumbled away in an instant with the news. Godzilla is destroying Tokyo with every step he takes. At this rate, Japan will be annihilated. The government must protect their citizens, so they gathered experts from various departments and created the Giant Unified Creature Special Disaster Countermeasures Office. You are a member of the Kyosaitai. Your weapon, Japan. The self-defense forces, the research institutes, the government. If you don't make use of everything Japan has, you won't be able to defeat Godzilla. It's do or die. You must pick up the phone and make the call. Mr. Prime Minister, we have a way to kill him. The battle to determine the fate of the country starts now. You versus Godzilla, who will win? It sounds like an action-packed puzzle challenge and probably terrifying experience of course solving puzzles will be the main component to the game but it seems like you'll also have to juggle resources to create a strategy all while somehow convincing the prime minister to accept your plan so yeah so gory pictures and videos of godzilla destroying the city will be playing in the background and you and your four, uh, you and four friends have just 60 minutes to take him down the game will be held in the first basement floor of tokyo mystery circus the games will start on april 26th tickets will cost about $36 per person uh, but if you buy them ahead of time you will save a little bit of money especially if you get a group ticket so yeah And of course, while you're there, 
there will be limited edition goods. Sounds like a plan. And unfortunately, the game is not yet in English. You know, if it were me, I'd be the the, uh, the kind of asshole pilot who would try to uh, fly over Godzilla and drop the uh, drop a nuke directly into his open mouth. That didn't work. Nope. It just made him mad. Yep. Mm-hmm. His atomic breath is his atomic breath is now atomicer. Good job. <laughs> I remember watching the uh, Cinema Sins on the newest Godzilla movie. Yeah. And they took two sins off for Godzilla's first roar, saying that it made Liam Neeson shit his pants. And five more sins after that was when he breathed atomic fire directly down into the throat of it, one of the enemy Mudos. They just ticked down, you know, ticked down one by one as the uh, sequence ran. It was amazing. Sounds about right. Okay. Now we got to talk about Godzilla enough. What's up with this alcoholic Coke? While Coca-Cola is readily available in convenience stores and vending machines in Japan, it hasn't really conquered the beverage market here in the same way that it has in much of the West. A big part of due to this fact that in general, Japanese consumers compared to their counterparts aren't nearly as into carbonated soft drinks. Of course, Japan has no problem with carbonated alcoholic drinks, as it happily gulps down not only beer, but chew his fizzy cocktails made by mixing soda water, shochu, a distilled alcohol that can be made from barley, sweet potatoes, rice, or buckwheat, and other flavors such as fruit, green tea, or sakura. So in its continuing adaptation to the local market, Coca-Cola Japan has announced it'll, soon be, it'll start selling canned Coca-Cola Chuhis. <clears throat> in a lot of ways, it's a smart idea. Chuhis, also called sours, are so popular that they're sold in cans, regularly bought by customers looking for something sweeter and cheaper than beer, while still delivering a somewhere 48% dose of alcohol. <clears throat> it's not all that unusual for pubs in in Japan to offer Coke's on their menu, <clears throat> which which makes shochu with cola, either Coke or one of, the, one of the other sodas. Likewise, even though West Coca-Cola has long been using cocktails, still it's going to be a little startling to be able to buy official from the factory alcoholic Coca-Cola, which might be why only Japan is get, going to be graced with canned adult drinks. It's a modest experiment for a specific slice of the market. Damn. Part of that might be due to Coca-Cola's family-friendly image, which might be harder for the brain to maintain if it's peddling booze in a country that's not so warmly accepting of alcohol as Japan is. Kieran and Suntoy, who have entire Chihi line since stores for many years now, have no problem serving alcoholic drinks in Japan. The Japan-only strategy might also be connected to Chuhis and Shochu, being relatively unknown among many Western culture consumers. Mm. Still, even a, quote, modest experiment can turn into something big if the reaction is positive enough. And with many foreign expats and visitors to Japan citing Chuhis as a highlight of their experience with the local drinking culture, maybe the Coca-Cola Chuhi will find its way out of Japan eventually. For the time being, though, it's one more thing to put on your Japanese convenience store shopping list when you visit. So, hooray! Rum and Coke already mixed together. But it won't be rum, but it'll be damn well close. Like, so, like... What would the uh, Japanese equivalent of that be? Coke and sake? 
maybe. I don't know. The thing is, I haven't had a Chuhi in a very long time, so... I do, but I have seen people who have drank several Chuhis, and they just, like, they're out there, you know. They have lost their shit. I'm just like, did not think it was that potent. I bet they just can't handle their alcohol. <sighs> Still, I, I would love to, like, part of me can also picture myself going to Japan and, like, and holding up it, like, saying, like, we got those in America, too, and having, like, a, a bottle of Jack in one hand and a, and a two liter of Coke in the other and just pouring them into a bucket. And they would just look at you funny, because that's like, huh? Come by! And then I just drink the bucket in one gulp. And I can just see Mako-chan walking on the street, sipping hers with a straw. Yeah. And I'd be like, I don't know these people. <laughs> of course you don't. Then while Nothing we'll... wrong with straws. Then meanwhile, there I am on my bottle, just drinking it, just taking it right to the head. <laughs> Okay, alright. Enough about that. We're going to go ahead and take our last break and wrap things up. So, we'll be back.
I'm not surprised something went to the ways of the shitters temporarily. And that was going so well today, too. I know! It... It skipped the track because the file name was different, which is my assumption. I did not make any changes to the file or anything like that, so I was like, well, fuck. If there was a change, it must have happened in 24 hours because I have a Winamp to scan my database every 90 minutes. That's the case, there's nothing out of whack. But anywho, if you like the show, tell us how you feel. We want to hear from you. Drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We want to hear from you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post anime reviews, convention reviews, editorials, our links to our photos and videos, and our weekly podcast. Um, definitely swing by AnimeJamCenter.com and check it out. And don't forget, our podcast is available on our site Thursdays or Fridays, but you can also find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the Vogue Network forums, and other uh, podcast aggregation sites. Definitely Hey, Google search Anime Jam Session Podcast and you'll find us. Check out our social media pages. YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. And Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us on there so you can check out our photos, videos, articles, and all that cool stuff. I just want to say to everybody who follows us on our social media, thank you so much for your love and support. Couldn't do the show without you, really. And check, don't forget to follow us and check us out on bognetbook.com. Ah, <laughs> Let's go around the room. Last words, Ari. I just want to go to bed. Okay. Mako? I really hope that my tires don't take too long tomorrow because I want to come home and start on the Pi Day celebrity mm. or Pi Day celebration. Uh, my last word is number one. I want to say congratulations to two of my awesome friends, Adam Sheehan and Charlene Ingram. They just got engaged, so yay! Yay! And, Hooray! And also, Space Force. Yeah, I, yeah but, can, but, we not, can we not but, get but, into but, that, but, please? But, that's all I want to say with Space Force. That is it. End of list. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight.
great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Oh, he is close to Starfleet Academy. Maybe. But anywho. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Fair enough. Good night, y'all. We out. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!